to our podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid, an opportunity to have a conversation with researchers who have previously received funding from Australian Rotary Health to talk about their research findings. Welcome to episode five. I'm Jessica Cooper and today I will be talking to Dr. Marie Yap from Monash University. Australian Rotary Health awarded Dr. Yap with a mental health research grant from 2015 to 2017 to do a pilot test of a tailored web-based intervention called Partners in Parenting, aimed at parents to prevent adolescent depression and anxiety problems. She also received another grant from us in 2018 to do a 12-month and 24-month follow-up of an online program called Parenting Resilient Kids, which is for parents of children aged 8 to 11 years. Marie is an Associate Professor and Psychologist at Monash University and an Expertscape World Expert in Parent-Child Relations. She is passionate about translating research evidence into resources that parents can access to help promote their children's resilience and protect them from mental health and substance misuse problems. She has developed personalised online programs to empower parents with evidence-based skills and strategies as part of her Parenting Strategies program, with the aim of reducing the risk and impact of mental health conditions in children and young people. So thank you for taking the time to join us on our podcast today, Marie. How's everything going for you at the moment? Yeah, well, well, it's, uh, it's interesting times, but we're, we're, getting, we're getting through it together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because, you know, we are living in such strange times at the moment. For the last couple of episodes of this podcast, I've been asking the researchers that I've been interviewing if they have any advice or, or tips for people's mental health right now. With your um, expertise being in parenting and youth mental health, do you have any kind of message for people who might fit into those categories? Yeah, sure. I think um, I think my main message really is um, to be kind to yourself, to your family, you know, to your partner or spouse, and to your kids. Um, it's um, we're we're not living in an in an, in an ideal world by any means, and and so it's important that we adjust our expectations of ourselves and of others and of, you know, situations, um, circumstances around us um, accordingly. Um, changes and uncertainties like what we're going through um, take their toll on our ability to, to cope, you know, our emotions, our physical health um, and well-being. So um, it's important that we check in regularly with one another, you know, so with parents, if you have um, a partner um, or close friends that you can check in with, um, and as parents to check in with your children, um, you know, no matter how old they are, um, check in regularly because, you know, some days are easier than others. Um, and, you know, with, with new changes coming up again, with kids um, going back to school, um, in some form or other, I think um, um, all those all those changes um, can be disruptive in some way or other. Um, so it's important that um, that parents are, are are prepared to to support their their children going through them, and also um, to look after themselves. And you know, just kind of using um, simple day to day habits. You know, like having wholesome meals, um, physical activity, getting some sunshine and fresh air. 
um, getting good sleep, you know, these core basics are, are just as important now as ever, perhaps more important. So, so those would be the main things, being kind to yourself. Mm, yeah, it's, mm. it's very difficult sometimes, you know, you, you have all these expectations on yourself and, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to meet them, like especially at a time like this as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's really good advice. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thanks. So, um, so your first grant with Australian Rotary Health was awarded in 2015 to evaluate the online partners in parenting intervention, and that was to help prevent adolescent depression and anxiety. Would you say that this kind of study was a world first, and, and what were you aiming to achieve? Um, yeah, so I, I think... I think we would be able to say it's a world first in the sense that um, the Partners in Parenting program was, um, as far as we're aware, the first in the world that's an individually tailored online program for parents of teenagers um, with a specific focus on, um, you know, reducing teenagers' risk of depression and anxiety. Um, so when we first um, developed the program, there weren't um, similar online programs that are personally tailored for parents. Um, and, and the focus on um, depression and anxiety was also quite a unique, um, unique one because there were existing programs that were kind of you know, CD-ROM based or video based in, in those earlier days, um, but more focused on um, substance use prevention um, and some externalizing problems in kids, um, so younger kids rather than teenagers. Um, so so there, there was that unique feature in our program. Um, so in terms of what we were hoping to, to achieve, so, you know, it was our first study to evaluate whether the, the program is useful. Um, so so the, the overarching aim was to see, um, so we compared our program, Partners in Parenting program, to another, um, I guess you could call it a program as well. So it was a um, program where we offered parents online fact sheets with information about, you know, just general teenage development and well-being. Um, but that differed from our partners and parenting program in in that um, our program was you know personally tailored to each parent um, and it drew heavily on um, um, lots of research that that we had conducted um, and summarized of many decades of research about what parents can do. So it was kind of in terms of the evidence base behind the Partners in Parenting program, that was a distinguishing feature. Um, so we were hoping to compare the two, um, you know, the online fact sheets with our program to see whether um, our program was more effective in improving parents' skills and confidence in supporting their, their teenagers' mental health um, in ways that the evidence shows would be important in reducing their teenagers' risk of depression and anxiety. Um, yeah. So, so what what exactly did did you find from that um, that study? Um, was there anything particularly interesting about the findings? Um, yeah. So, so what we what we found was um, so parents were generally very um, receptive of both programs actually, um, and um, and the the results did show that um, parent skills um, seem to improve over time, regardless of which program they receive. So whether it's online fact sheets or or our partners in parenting program, but when we compared the two groups, um, the partners in parenting program was was a winner, so to speak, okay. um, in terms of how how much it benefited parents in building their skills and in their confidence. Um, so, so as, as you might imagine, kind of having that, that personally tailored um, um, strategies for parents and having a more interactive online program as opposed to just text-based 
fact sheets, which was what the other group got. Um, you know, parents received our program um, quite a bit better, I would say, overall, um, compared to the fact sheets. Um, and um, the improvements that parents made in their, their parenting um, also then explained reductions in their teenagers' depressive symptoms when we did the long, um, the twelve-month follow-up with with families. So, so that was quite quite um, promising findings um, that we had there. Hmm. And and so, um, continuing on from that research, um, has anything you know come from that? Yeah, um, it's it's um, lots have actually happened. I think, uh, kind of in in summary, it's been very exciting to to look back at you know um, when we finished the trial in twenty seventeen. Um, so so a few of the things that have come up are um, we have. Um, formed a collaboration with colleagues in, uh, at the University of Warwick in the UK. Um, so we've um, actually adapted Partners in Parenting for the UK population and are soon to launch a, a trial of the UK version of the program um, to see whether it's also beneficial for parents in living in the United Kingdom. Um, so, so that's a huge trial um, that we're hoping to launch later this year. Um, with with our colleagues in the UK, um, and and so we're we're hoping that it will um, also have similar benefits for them. Um, building also on what we've um, what we were able to achieve in you know with with this grant from Australian Rotary Health, we've developed um, an another version of the Partners in Parenting program that comes with um, additional coaching that's delivered um, via video conferencing. Um, so we call it the Therapist Assisted um, Online Parenting Strategies or TOPS program. And that program was actually um, designed to support parents whose teenagers are already unwell with depression or anxiety disorders. Um, so so we, we believe that parents in those situations would, would need more support than an online program alone, like Partners in Parenting was able to offer. So, um, so we provide parents, while they do the online modules in Partners in Parenting, um, with a session of coaching from a trained therapist coach um, who helps them to troubleshoot and apply the recommendations of the Partners in Parenting program to their specific situation, which oftentimes has you know, quite kind of complex and more challenging circumstances because the child is, is already quite unwell. Um, so we've, we've also been evaluating TOPS, which is the next, um, the, the clinical version, so to speak, of Partners in Parenting. Um, and again, that's been really well received and, you know, just kind of starting to look at the, the results from, from that evaluation as well. And it's all looking quite promising. Okay. Um, and, um, and then on top of that, we are also um, actually quite recently, a couple of months ago, um, launched what we call an implementation trial of Partners in Parenting. Um, so because of the promising findings that we had from um, the trial that was funded by Australian Rotary Health, um, we're now um, wanting to make the program available to parents all across Australia for free. Um, and um, we, we're just um, we're, we're currently actually still open for for parents to to register, jump on, then jump on and register for the the program um, to to check it out for themselves. Um, and and we are partnering with um, Prevention United, which is a mental health charity in Australia, um, to to make this program available to all parents of teenagers across Australia. So that's a really yeah. exciting progress as well. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. It sounds like it's really, you know, expanding and, you know, going overseas and, you know, here for parents in Australia. It'll, yeah, it sounds like it's going really yeah. well. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just been amazing just thinking about, you know, how that, you know, seeming seemingly seed funding, you know, seem relatively speaking, a small pocket of, of funding for that one trial um, can can take the program so far. And, and so we're just just blown away, blown away by, you know, how far reaching um, the, the funding that supported um, provided by Austrian Rotary Health has taken the program. And so we're really grateful for that yeah. as well. Yeah, well, um, we'll definitely share the link um, so parents can access that if they want to at the end. So, yes, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really good. Um, also, um, in, in 2018, we also awarded you a, a second ARH grant um, to do a 12-month and 24-month follow-up of the Parenting of Resilient Kids intervention. So um, just briefly, how's that uh, research been going for you at the moment? Yeah, um, so we're wrapping up our 24-month uh, um, assessments with families at the moment. So we're, we're looking to finish off all 24-month um, all follow-ups um, within the next month, really. We're, we're very close to the end. Um, so, um, so we finished a 12-month um, follow-up um, late last year um, and, and, um, and have um, started to look at the, the results from there as well. So it's not published, so I'm not, not going to speak too much detail yeah. about that. But um, it's, it's looking promising. And again, it's, it's just amazing to have the opportunity um, because, you know, both of my programs, Partners in Parenting and Parenting Resilient Kids, they are prevention programs. And the biggest challenge with prevention research is trying to catch, capture the long-term benefits mm -hmm. um, because that's many times that's what prevention tries to do. You know, we try to do it well ahead um, of things going wrong. And, and sometimes that in itself is a challenge because we don't, we don't have the funding to then follow up with the families to know down the track after they've received um, a prevention program, um, how, how much long-term benefits they could have gained. So having this funding from Australian Rotary Health has enabled us to do that um, with families in this, doing this program um, and looking at two years um, down the track from, you know, kind of late primary school age and looking into um, early mid adolescence. So that's, that's really in itself really um, important um, follow-up to be able to do. Mm, yeah, well, pre prevention research is is so important. I mean, you know, it sounds like it's it's hard to cure mental illness, but if we can get in there early, then you know that that would be such a good thing. You know, preventing yes. it from happening in the first place. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we know at the moment it is a difficult time for many people, not only with their mental health but also financially. Um, but if they are in a position to donate to mental health research, much like yours. Would you say now is an especially critical time to keep funding mental health research? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of my research is in prevention. So, you know, I'll speak especially about that as well. So, you know, um, so, so colleagues of mine um, and with Prevention United as well have really been trying to push the message that, you know, we've, we've tried to flatten the curve of the COVID-19, but we really need to be trying to flatten the curve, mental health, uh, mental illness curve um, that has, that's um, in the wake of um, the COVID-19 as well, because of the, the, the impacts, you know, economic, um, societal impacts that the, the health public health pandemic um, has brought onto society. Um, we, we are anticipating, you know, the, the rippling out effects um, on people's mental health. So if we're able to get in there early, the way we did with, you know, um, lockdowns and trying to prevent the spread of, of the, the coronavirus, 
to do the same thing with mental health, um, um, you know, to get in early and really encourage people to look after their mental health um, before things go more wrong, so to speak. Um, um, and while at the same time, obviously, ensuring that our mental health system is prepared um, to cater to the needs of people who do struggle um, and become mentally unwell. Um, so, so in any any donation that people can afford um, into mental health, whether it's prevention or supporting health services and research, um, it's really, really incredibly valuable at this stage. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, it has been really lovely talking to you today, Marie, on our, on our fifth ep- episode of our podcast. Um, so before we go, did you have any last words? Um, well, I, I would like to say a big thank you to all um, Rotary members who have invested in um, mental health research in some way or other. Um, and I hope that, you know, just our little story from our couple of um, research projects would, would, be, um, would be inspiration and encouragement to, to, for you to realise that every cent, um, every, every moment that you have volunteered, invested into, um, into the, the gathering of research funds um, for Australian Rotary Health has can and has gone much further than, than what one might think. And, and I just want to say thank you for all that you've done. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll be really happy to hear that. Like, it's always good to see, you know, where your donations have gone. And, and it sounds like it, it has been really worthwhile investing in your projects. So, so thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm very thankful. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> no worries. Well, that was the fifth episode of our podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid. It is always so inspiring to hear what researchers in Australia are doing to make a difference to mental health and how they are helping us on our mission to lift the lid on mental illness. If you would like to help more mental health research like Dr Yaps continue, please consider donating to our COVID-19 appeal. We have an aim to raise $200,000 by June 30, so your support would be very much appreciated. Please see the link to donate on our Australian Rotary Health Facebook page. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next time.